0: We are back. Um, This is exciting. Uh, So what a day, what a week. Um, Exciting news. One Night in Pinehurst has been picked up um, by, and we are now an affiliate. Um, You guys did it. Uh, We got here. We are now, not many changes um, that you're going to see. Maybe a couple ads in the beginning and the end of the show, but um, really exciting stuff. The network that we're working with, there's we're working on the name, and I've already gotten into it with our new boss, Jeff. <laughs> um, so, you know, if you want to picture, like, the Howard Stern and private parts relationship with oh. what Woody, he's asking, like,
1: WNBC. W- oh, that is fantastic. Now I'm going to visualize that every time you mention yeah, his name. So, okay. um,
0: Jeff, thank you so much. We are excited to be part of the network. Um, really fun stuff going on. Uh, Appreciate all the support from guests, but most of all, appreciate Maddie, AB, you guys made dreams come true, and we are joined to celebrate and get into the conference championships um, by maybe our first four-time guest, uh, K.J. Hancock. So, um, kudos to you, K.J., thanks for everything. No, no problem.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know what, actually? We should start this off by, really quick, let's just talk about Harbaugh and let's get KJ's take on what this means moving forward for Michigan and then what he thinks it means for Ohio State, who are just scooping up transfers right now, like crazy. Like, the hottest, what's
2: the, hottest team on the market right now. What's yeah. the
1: word? What's the word? What
2: are you hearing? What are you thinking? I, I, think, I think personally it's kind of like the same thing that happened with Ohio State. Urban left and then Brian yeah. Day filled his shoes. I think, the, what's he, I think he's the OC. I yeah. think he's going to fill his shoes. I think that's the best way. Because you saw it, Alabama tried to pick up Caleb DeBoer, and everybody left in the transfer portal. And now they're probably going to have to go through attrition between the next three, four years, even though the guy's been a winner everywhere he's been. But it's not going to be up to Alabama's part. So I think if Michigan was smart, I mean, they can't go get Vrabel. Vrabel's an Ohio State guy. They can't go do that. They're going to hire
1: more. They're going to probably. Just they got to hire, hire more. They
2: got to hire more. The kids. The ki- that that's the best way in this in this day and age where they can yeah. stop the attrition of kids just leaving. Yeah, I, personally, I think you might see a lot more kids leave on the offense end if they do leave than a defensive end, probably. That's,
1: I mean, they're uh, rebuilding either way, it feels like now. Like oh, man, I
2: think I think they're reloaded. They pick up a so? lot of kids that fit to their culture. Yeah, no, yeah. That team's the best team in the country. I, I I watched almost a lot of their games, and once I saw them handling teams, like you can you can discredit them for their schedule all year. But if they're yeah, but
1: they beat those like, teams team, up.
2: Yeah, then they're doing what they have to do. Like that's a yeah. team. I think they'll just reload, honestly.
1: How's your brother feeling about all the uh, transfers coming over? In oh, the he loved so far. He loved. He yeah. said
2: this is his DB coach said this is the most talented. He, the DB coach went there. He's a big Ohio State guy. Yeah, he said like, this is the most talented Ohio State team of all time.
1: I mean, dude, just the receivers and and the defensive oh. backs that have gone through there—it's crazy. He said the
2: freshman, um, Jeremiah Smith. You know, the number one. Yes. Yeah. He's like. Monster. He's ridiculous. Like he yeah. jumped the highest already on the team. Like yeah. he looks like Julio Jones.
1: Yeah. Gibby, you got eyes on that kid yet?
0: I am. I so. Alex sent me the DK Metcalf like Instagram video of him. Yeah. His <laughs> vertical that couldn't have
3: been real, right, Alex? You, like he you mean the uh, the the limited movement hop of forty eight inches?
2: No chance. <laughs> None. <laughs> Nuts, man. That team. Yeah.
3: The team is probably slated. They will,
2: when AP poll comes out for the preseason poll, they will be number one.
1: 100%. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't think of a team where you could put over them right now because everybody else is kind of like Georgia's is always going to be there, but I don't think you're going to feel better about Georgia than you do about them.
2: It's going to be oh, very, very quick story. He saw, yeah. he was it was the first day back from uh from winter workouts. And, you know, Will Howard had transferred to the team, the KFOK yep. State. He didn't know about his build, didn't know much about him. He was like, he was walking through the hallway, and he was like, who the fuck is this lineman that we got? Like, who is who is yeah. this big lineman? This was like no, that's the quarterback, Kansas so, boy. Like, he's six five, but you know linemen are built now; they're not fat. Yeah. He's five, yeah. all muscle, like Josh Allen type build. So, yeah. hey man, I'm excited. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm definitely
1: excited. I'm definitely excited. Well, I mean, he can even, play. Even he's a West. He's a Westchester, PA kid too. Will Howard. Oh, keep that, keep that on be, the radar, Gibby. That's my
0: backyard. From- uh huh. Age two to twelve, but yeah. yeah, I mean, even offensive linemen that are in their like late thirties, like Kelsey, you saw him with his shirt off, like
2: and they're big, like you know, you he, look great. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, yeah. You look great. <laughs> Shout out, shout out, shout out, Jason Kelsey, man,
1: he is living right now. He is living.
2: Um, so we've got we've got
0: two games. We've got three NFL games left this year. Um, and i feel like the last two weeks are kind of like a little treat like halloween right now we're getting into like thanksgiving you really have to like dive in um so obviously ravens chiefs 49ers lions um we don't need to go around the horn we'll we'll get there but uh alex we'll start with the nfc what do you
3: like 49ers lions i mean i'm excited for detroit but I think the Niners take it. I mean, I haven't seen a city this excited. I, I just read something the GM plant literally changed their schedule to allow the workers to watch the game. So wow, they're I like shutting like down a shift. They so need Detroit something there. To. That's nice. Exactly. So I, as much as my heart wants to root for Detroit, I, the 49ers are going to take this one. I mean, this is
0: kind of like to me exciting because there's no team. I know like... Kansas city is a little bit of a lightning rod, right. With Kelsey and with Mahomes, etc. et cetera. But like, there's no team that you would be upset about winning the super bowl. So um, yeah, I, I think this is where it gets to be a lot of fun. Like it's not, um, you know, it'd be a lot of fun for the Ravens with Lamar and the 49ers haven't won it with their core. And obviously the lions, they're America's story. So it makes sense. that
1: America's best friend, um, you know, went there. Maddie, uh... you have thoughts. Yeah, there's no world where the Chiefs don't win this game. And here's why. It's a reverse conspiracy. The, that, I've right. already moved on. The Lions aren't going to beat the Niners. I'm talking about the AFC. <laughs> um, so it's a reverse conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. So everybody from like your casual guys and girls to like hardcore fans have been all over the Super Bowl colors and how Probably. it's been predetermined, yeah. right? So – It's very unrealistic to think that the NFL is like fixing. It's not, it's, it's a, it's a multi-billion dollar operation. There's so much oversight. There's no way that's, what's happening. But I think my guess is there's so much of that talk in one direction that it wouldn't shock me if some of those calls in a close game, go the chief's way because why wouldn't they want Mahomes in a super bowl again? And they don't have to answer. They can break the string of like the last three of them basically being the exact same color of the logo. So I think the Chiefs, uh, take the money line. The Chiefs are going to win this game. They let me, let me throw win. the
3: counter out there because yeah, it's purple and red. Yeah. If the Chiefs win, we got the red, and maybe they just put the wrong shade of blue. In the logo, oh, the lions are going to be in. That's a consp- That's a <laughs> Russian.
1: That's a Russian. <laughs> Where nest are all the tinfoil hats <laughs> coming? from? That is a conspiracy. <laughs> and a conspiracy. <laughs> in a, it's a three. Oh wow! I like that. I like that. I like. Um. Well, whatever gets me closer to losing all my bets this weekend, like I've been I'm doing, just- is really all I'm looking for. So yeah, I don't know. I. Gibby and then Gibby gets to gloat that he's been like the biggest Chiefs fan for the past three weeks for some reason. I don't know why. It's like when the Broncos don't do anything, Gibby like is willing to pass the torch only to Mahomes so he'll get to get up on his sofa. Well, he already and, has the torch for me, and you know that. Yeah, uh, It's
3: because he wants the Mahomes is the greatest conversation to happen.
1: I,
2: yeah. I'm the same exact way. I swear to God. I swear to God. I told my I literally he just wants it. Chat maybe 30 minutes ago, I said, <laughs> listen, I don't care who really wins, but I just want Mahomes to be submitted as the greatest quarterback of all time.
1: This would be his most impressive win. It sure. AJ,
0: he already is in my book. Nah, Gibby didn't.
1: every day. Gibby texts like, me and A.B.
0: He's,
1: he's like, like, Tom Brady was pretty good, but Mahomes has a chance <laughs> to be much. It's like <laughs> he's out of his mind. He just I can't. Want, I want it, I need. I need that. Everybody's
2: like, oh, we don't want Taylor Swift to have a Super Bowl. I don't care. I want Mahomes to be some Taylor Swift
0: can have everything she
1: wants. Yeah, why can't she, she have, have all anything. the things? <laughs> Whatever she wants. I don't get it. If listen, the Taylor Swift scale has been established quite a while ago. Everybody who's hating on Taylor right now is just telling on themselves. They're just people we don't want to associate with at ONIP. Yeah. If
3: you have a problem with this, there's a deeper seated issue that you need to address.
1: What is wrong with people? I can't even get myself to a place where I'm like, Yeah, I care about that either way.
3: (laughs) I don't care. I don't don't care care.
2: how many times they show her after they score. Like whatever.
1: Just having fun. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I
2: mean, so we're we're going to bounce
0: around all these teams and all these games because there are four left, right? But, um, you know, the Ravens are obviously the most complete team, but I don't think anyone wants to bet against Mahomes, right? Um, Rasheed Rice is turning into a top 20, top 25 wide receiver before our eyes. Um, like, he's going to go – or he's like the Gabe Davis we always wanted <laughs> to a degree is what he kind of reminds me of in terms of fantasy football. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's fun both defenses like Ravens speed all over the place they remind me actually of Tampa Bay in the last Super Bowl that Tampa Bay played in terms of like their two middle linebackers uh-huh. White and David could run all over the place I feel the same way with Roquan and with um Patrick Queen like mm-hmm. they can run from sideline to sideline cover the tight end I don't think this is going to be a fun game for Kelsey um, But I, I think to your point, Maddie, like the Chiefs are going to get those Patriots calls that they've got
3: for 15 years. Yep. You had to bring him into it. You just couldn't let it be. Yeah, he needed to
1: do it. And uh, I, have I, I they confirmed
3: I if Andrews is active.
1: Yeah, he's playing. He's, exactly. he's on the roster oh, yeah. as of today. Yeah. yeah. That was always the plan, I guess. They were Andrews? like thinking, yeah. yeah, Andrews. Yeah. So you're going to see they could run a lot of two tight end sets with him in Likely because Likely's a hybrid. Like he's a guy that just he's a matchup nightmare.
2: So guess no, the Ravens won like the triple crown for defense, like most sacks, points for games, and really, four, four, yeah, they they won the triple Like this will easily be Mahomes' most impressive win if he can. Beat yeah, them.
1: and then he'd have to do it again against probably the team that was second behind them on a lot of that stuff. You can be the Lions, man. Come on, everyone
0: right. wants the Lions. I'm in on the Lions. I don't, I don't care
1: either way. I'm just following Lions buddy line. Thank you very much. I'm putting them Let's, in. A play. What what is that game at now? What has it made its way to? It's at seven. Yes. It's, a key seven and and a half. it's a key number. It's a key number. That might be – take those points. I mean, yeah, just, Goff, has, Goff has this, like, cool confidence behind him and, like – Plus, I he's think... from there. He's from there. He's going home. So, it's kind of like
2: – Come on now. Yeah.
1: Underdogs. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm in. I'm in. I don't care. Right. I don't care. And
0: yeah. ASB, we've been riding yeah. Ross St. Brown in fantasy all year for, like, a year yeah. and a half. Yep. He's only been in the league for four years, but he feels like – He's like wow. a 32-year-old
1: vet. that You know like, who's even more not flashy, but he makes huge plays, and he's just consistently fantastic. You guys may know this answer off the top of your head, but how old do you think Roquan Smith is? Uh, he's actually he's 27, I'm pretty sure. He just turned 26 like a month ago. He feels oh, like he's been in the league for years. I think he came out when it, he was like 20.
2: It makes sense. I, well, I knew he was around our same age because this girl I knew, uh, she dated him, so yeah. Gotcha.
1: Were- <laughs> yeah, he's a monster. Absolute
2: monster! Oh yeah, he's from Georgia, right? Yeah, he's from, he's from Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, right.
0: their defense definitely. The Lions' defense definitely has holes, but it's a fun running game, right? Like, and Dan Campbell's going to go for it on every fourth down possible. Yeah. And I mean, so I saw something about like uh, yacht Brock um, for Brock Purdy, which I love. I, there's no context behind it. But Was it
1: Berman? Was it Berman?
0: I. Don't, it wasn't Berman, but it should be. That's a layup um, for him. Yeah, I I think the only way is like the 49ers just hang around and hang around. And I'm going to finally get his name right. charvarius Ward nice. uh, gets a pick towards the end of the game. And, um, you know, like I, Christian McCaffrey, you just have to play him. Like if you're playing fantasy, if you're betting, he's going to get into the end zone one to two
3: times, maybe three. Listen to this stat, Mike. His yeah. anytime TD odds are negative 375. Yeah. Ew, are you serious? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you have <laughs> to parlay so so it or parlay it.
3: 370, negative 375. Oh my he, God. Is has... is it plus money for two TDs?
1: Yeah, if you put
2: somebody, yeah, it's probably like plus one thirty-five. Yeah, barely. Yeah, They're Robbie,
1: folks. Are you Yeah, <laughs> he's still a TD. He's still getting the. Oh my god, that's awful. That's he scored. He scored a touchdown in every single game he played this year, but two. Yeah, <sighs> is Debo Debo playing or no? Yep. Yeah, I think yeah. he's healthy. Yep. There, everyone seems to be pretty healthy. I think somebody was missing a lineman, but. That's a good thing. All these teams are pretty healthy for the most part, which means we'll get a good, we should get get a couple good games. The AFC game is the first one, right? Early game. Okay.
0: Yeah. All Um, All right. Where are we going with the early game with Jim Nance and, uh, and Tony Robo, Tony, uh, Tony had to take like a really long nap after Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes yeah. like the same game. But
1: um. Somebody did a cut up of him just making noises. They just spliced out all the noises he made during the game. And it was like four full minutes of him just being <laughs> like, like, Oh, Jim, he
2: always
1: says that. I'm sticking with my conspiracy there. I'm picking the Chiefs. I think that the NFL, people are getting a little too close to the script. And so they want to they want to throw a curveball.
3: I'm gonna go ravens. And if anybody out there is putting money on the game, do the opposite of what I say because I've been wrong. I think 75% of games so far. Same, same. <laughs> okay. So just don't bet at all. Yeah. yeah.
1: We'll go Chiefs. With the Chiefs. Give me breaking the tie. We already broke
0: this time. Yeah, I've, I've been riding the Chiefs. I, yeah. I picked the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. You're not cashing point. out You're not gonna take the cash the out option now.
2: Cowboys to win the Super Bowl.
0: I was yeah, hanging yeah. out with Robert Patty and we
2: were oh, God, that's the, that's the first problem. You hang yeah. out with Robert Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Everyone oh. wanted Belichick. Now nobody wants Belichick.
1: <laughs> Simmons <laughs> does. Simmons wants them.
0: <laughs> Everyone does. But all right, uh Lions 49ers. KJ, start us off.
2: Oh, we're going we're going to the Lions. Just a feel-good story. I need I need the Lions to win. There's yeah. probably gonna be 49ers, but if I had a bet
3: money, I'm going go with the Lions. Plus money. Al. You know, I've already said 49ers. Heart wants the Lions, but brain says 49ers. Okay. Manny.
1: Yeah, same. Exact. Like, be cool to see the Lions get there, but the Niners are they're not a seven and a half point favorite for no reason. I agree with that. Um,
0: that being said, like I haven't seen the Broncos in the playoffs or win a playoff game. in how, how
3: did we get at the Broncos?
0: It, Why oh, would that
1: be? That being said, where are you taking this? Where are you taking where are you
2: this? You, where are you taking this? Where are you going?
0: These fans that finally get to see a Lions win after 42 years and get to the conference title. That's six times my heartbreak. I can't imagine. <laughs> <about
1: this>. It's <laughs> always about, it's about you. being inside
0: my head thinking about the Broncos. every day. I actually saw a
2: tweet the other day, and I saw the I saw the Broncos record, and I was going to send it to you. Throughout the last twenty years, that is rough. It's <laughs> terrible. <That's laughs> terrible. Like so, I, I I feel for you. It's 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 almost worse than being like a Chargers fan. Oh, oh that would be the worst. A Chargers
1: fan is awful. That's terrible. At least you, you got, got something. At least mean, you got something. You got one title out of it. Most teams don't get any. Well, we got get three. We've got three. I, I have three rates. <laughs> you have three rates. <laughs> All right. Then A, B, and I have six. That was yeah. All <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> the fans have some questions for us.
1: Um, and and KJ
0: is here to police us on if we're right or wrong yeah. or our thoughts. Yeah. Um, so – All of us generally work remote. You know, we might be on the road or traveling a bit. Um, Maddie Weeks in central Massachusetts wants to know, what's your go-to homemade lunch as a remote worker? Mm -hmm. Start us
3: off, Al. Yeah, I do a lot of like uh, just baked chicken and rice. So I'll either barbecue sauce on it, teriyaki sauce, something boring. It's easy. I'll cook like two or three breasts at once at the beginning of the week, and I'm I'm set for three or four days. You gotta go. Do we have to edit out the breast part.
1: No, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean the honest answer is I probably eat lunch maybe one day a week. I just always end up having calls in the middle of the day, and then I'm kind of like, eh, I'll just wait till dinner. Um, but. To A.B.'s point, my favorite, like, I don't have a lot of time, is I'll steam vegetables, I'll put a meat of some sort together, and then I'll get some white rice, and I'll just throw it in a bowl and eat it. But Trader Joe's and I think somewhere else has those, like, Mamafuku noodles that are, like, better ramen. So mm-hmm. they're, like, the squiggly noodles, and there's usually, like, a chili soy sauce or, like, some kind of a blend. And those take, like, two minutes. You just cook the noodles. It's just, like, a ramen but better. Um, those are good. I'm also... A pretty big fan of just eating tuna fish right out of the can with salt and pepper.
0: I'm gonna. Criminal. AJ, you ready? You ready?
2: Uh, man. So I, I coach a youth basketball team. So I go back to Gwinnett County, which is about 45 minutes where I stay right now. It's my parents' house. So I just try to take any leftovers they have every Monday and Thursday. Smart. <laughs> save them and then and then the days that I am coaching, my girlfriend will sit and just cook until I get back. So. Honestly, I have not made a meal probably in about two weeks. I should probably start meal prepping. But honestly, the first option is going to be Uber Eats. And I'm probably going to travel with Smoothie Cafe or
1: Chipotle. Yeah. I'm fully fully addicted to Chipotle. I'm on like – it's probably like two a week at this point. Just a bowl. I love them. I'm a a
0: deli meat sandwich guy. Um, And then uh, I will pick up some crab cakes once a week. And I'll do crab cakes with uh with some arugula and a little like remoulade on top or or mustard Where where top.
3: are we getting these from?
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, I live in southern Maine. I live six miles from the coast, I can pick up some crab cakes. Yeah, but if you tell closer. me you're going to Hannaford,
3: I'm going to be a little
0: judgy. If you tell yeah. me you're going to, like... you to going, like, going to, like, Mike's done. Clam Shack. I'm going to, you know, okay. places open in my travels. Uh, what's,
1: said, what's the over-under set at for Hammock Beach for your uh, crab intake, crab cakes? Um, so I've been looking. Uh, in, there are only
0: towns. three of the five <laughs> restaurants that only offer three. any sort of crab <laughs> dish. But, yeah, I'm looking about 12 to 14 ounces of crab. Pounds. Okay, got it. Perfect.
3: Sweet. Maddie and I just couldn't be more different because I spend the first four hours of the day just kind of thinking
1: about lunch and waiting for it. Oh, I'm thinking about it. I just like, (laughs) if I can't put it together, it's going to be one of those quick ones. It's noodles. It's something like that or like a leftover, but I get pretty excited for dinner. I try to do an earlier dinner. So there's Richard in
0: Northbrook, Illinois asks us, do you guys know that I'm not an actual lawyer? Yeah.
1: No, and I hope that doesn't get us in any trouble because we have a lot of faith. How dare you? Yeah, how dare you, Richard? So,
0: KJ, that's the inside one with our lawyer, Rick. Um, He's not an actual lawyer. He's an amateur lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's pro bono. Tom in Tampa wants to know who your least favorite athlete is of all time.
1: Oh, this is a great question. Any sport? KJ, you go first. Any sport, I'm about
0: KJ.
2: Oh, no, you put me on the spot. Oh, my God. So I, I have errors, okay? Like, it takes yep. me a while to really yep. hop on Dynasties and really appreciate it. So, like, I get on Dynasties at the last year. I hated Steph Curry. Like, to not stand him with a passion because I was a Thunder fan, which I'm still a Thunder fan. Shout out to the number one team to eat in the West right now. Yeah. But um, hated Steph Curry with a passion because he was always just in the way of the Thunder. So if I had to think, it, that would, that would probably be the one – player I really hated with Steph Curry yeah but I like him now I
1: like Steph yeah that's a good point like it's got to be like a, a for a reason I I hated A-Rod quite a bit growing up because yeah. he's just like he's also just like a tool like he's not even there's like nothing no no Alex oh, Rodriguez oh, oh, oh yeah, Rodriguez. yeah. Is cool. oh, but he's yeah. kind of
0: turned it around with a like little,
1: the TV spots a little a bit a little like, a little I'm Bayesian so I'll stay continuing to see if he is that guy but I'm trying to think of like universally hated, like everybody hated this person in the sport they played. So um, I think
0: you guys would probably say I would vote for Tom Brady or Patriot. Julian Edelman. No, it's Dwayne Wade. Uh, wow. What is your beat with Dwayne Wade? <laughs> in 2011, <laughs> when they were playing the Celtics, the Heat were playing the Celtics yeah, in the conference finals, and the Celtics were, I think it was tied 2-2. And Dwayne Wade literally tried to break Rajon Rondo's elbow. And he did. And Rondo played like the third and fourth quarter, half of the third and all the fourth one-handed and still put up like 38 points. That was elite Rondo. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have never been more angry that someone wasn't suspended. Everything that Draymond Green has done in the last two years (laughs) doesn't compare to like... And ent- I mean Dwayne Wade should have been like hauled <laughs> off the court and cuffs. Yeah, I mean, gibby,
1: but we could have said that about like the Bill Lambier Celtics A. Yeah, I was, was I was five, six. I didn't know then. Um, um,
3: explains so much because in like 2015-2016, we went to a ir- irrelevant game at the garden and took the train there, and I had to sit between Mike and two. Miami Heat fans the entire ride home because he was just screaming at them. <laughs> That's spicy. That's
2: spicy. <laughs>
3: Unprovoked, too. I, just, <laughs> one, I cannot say
2: Rodney Harrison. I grew up hating Rodney Harrison. Okay, <laughs> I can like see that. that. I could see that because well, he no, was, it was dirty pers- too. It was a pers- no, no, it was a personal reason. I'm over here working the clock at for because uh, in the area, PC Ridge, where a lot of the rich um, people live, so I'm over there just working the clock for you know former athletes and stuff. It's a little kid's game. They're like five years old. So yeah. I'm 15 at the time, 15, 13, somewhere around there, and I actually didn't start the clock for like a minute. And he turns around and, and, and yells at me. He absolutely, absolutely screams at me, competitive. I got this Pro Bowl safety yelling at me to start the clock. And that just started
1: my lineage of Patriot hate and then Rodney here. Now we know why Belichick wanted him so badly. You know who gets um, guessed? You know who people say for their answer for this too often, and it's the wrong answer, is LeBron. Why? So LeBron. He's never he has done anything wrong. He's a, like, he a perfect... He has never done anything wrong. Literally. No literally skeletons. Ever. None. And you know what? Fine. Conor McGregor is not a good answer here either because he's fantastic. He's the biggest troll in the history of time. Everything he does is incredible. He's not hateable. He's incredible. Like he's control. like a WWE guy. So, yeah, he's like drunk.
3: Um, uh, Alex. You- oh, easy. Dennis Quaid in any given Sunday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just Dennis
3: Quaid ever, anywhere. Yeah. If he's not even playing a sport. Um, a, he was kind of a, the old quarterback that gets pushed out. Essentially, I just hate Dennis Quaid <laughs> and Bud Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is it, wait, wait, it is Dennis Quaid an
1: actor?
2: Yeah, yes. he <laughs> plays she, an athlete. Like, do you like his, you like his son? <laughs> yes. yeah. I actually do like his son. Okay, there we go. At least you like. There you go.
0: There you go. To that point, Maddie, you brought up um Alex Rodriguez, like. We just saw the Baseball Hall of Fame and Adam in Maine wants to know what is going on here. Todd Helton, seriously, who's telling their grandkids about the time they watched Joe Joe Mauer outside of his family and friends who just made the Baseball Hall of Fame, let alone going to Cooperstown, New York, to watch him get enshrined when we can't get Manny Ramirez or even A-Rod into the Hall of Fame?
2: Oh, Joe Maurer. Is a great catcher. He's a great catcher. He, but like any catcher, like what are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah, I, he, what's, what's the wait? Excuse me. He's first ballot for a reason.
0: Like, yeah, you... I think it's. I think it's a stretch. What did Pedro huh? win in the first ballot? I don't think. Or did Pedro make first ballot? I think so. I would think so. All right, Here's, the Here's the problem. Here's the problem. You know
1: right? how I feel about Hall of Fames. They're just like popularity contests now. Like. They don't, they like the MLB has it set so that only a certain amount of guys can get in because you got to have a certain percentage of the votes, but yeah. only, you can only get so much. And so there's dudes who are on the ballot for like 10 years and just like don't make it. We need a better system for for like anointing people the best to ever do it. I think the voting sucks. And that's why I don't follow it. I don't really care that much. KJ is upset. I, I know. mean, you go I know. By, but if you just go
2: by someone that dominated one position during their era, it's like you kind of have this. You think a catcher is in the mid. Two thousands and and you think of Joe, you think of Joe Maurer and Buster Posey and those guys. Like you're right, you're right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. What like, are you thinking of? You see what why I'm does it have I to know. be
1: either or? That's why I hate it. Like, no. like it should be and it shouldn't be either or. But there's not enough room, so it's like I get it. You have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. I feel like the line is artificially artificially drawn a little bit too high.
3: Give me let me let me do this. Does this change your mind about him about Todd Helton that he was teammates with Peyton Manning at Tennessee football? Oh, uh, he knows. Yes. This. Yeah, yes.
1: yeah, you didn't. Wait, you didn't know
0: that, Gibby. You didn't know that. I before. did know that. I did. Okay. Peyton sent like a really nice letter. Um, yeah. I think to to you to you.
1: Uh, to you. Yeah,
0: to you to me to Santa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're Santa in that case. You're the you're the clearinghouse. Got it. Um,
0: I just uh, look. I want Manny Ramirez in the Hall of Fame. I don't of course he belongs the, in the Hall of he, Fame.
2: Did he, he He cheated. But who didn't? Um, and, they all did. Who didn't? But they're not going to put them in. Like, come on. Let's I know
1: they Why are
2: we still having this argument? They're not going to put in cheaters.
1: You know I want them in. I you want all the listening. cheaters in. The, I want should have a, the cheaters or should start their own Hall of Fame. They should have a have
0: wing it. in the Hall of Fame, like the disgraced, like Arod,
2: Manny. <laughs> get you know Roger
0: Clemens. Bonds, the greatest,
2: the greatest baseball player of all time. Come on, dude.
0: Barry Bonds, get, get right. yeah, get um. What's the same? McGuire. You know, all, he rose? Like yeah. you know, all of them. All Sammy of them. Sosa's like, still still Sosa. Sammy
3: Sosa, Mark McGuire in there.
1: Yeah. Sosa is still baseball alive, actually. That's right. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. The Rocket. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's the system's um, broken. Give me a new system. So all right. Um,
0: we don't have a name on this email, but what is your take on the rousing success of Papa John's, who by all accounts makes an inferior product to the regional chain in New England, Papa Genos, who's been floundering. Um. So, why has Papa John's been
3: so successful? We're emptying out the inbox. Is that There's one answer here it is the garlic butter sauce.
1: Agreed. Go. Probably. Yeah. And those little pepper. they give you one little pepper yeah. in the box. A little too? pepper. Here we go. That's it. It's um, garlic, butter, and pepper. Papa Gino's has a more diverse offering. They don't just do pizzas. They got a bunch of stuff going on in there. They got like garlic knots and breadsticks and sandwiches and like hot, like they do a little bit, which maybe is their downfall. They do a little bit, doing a little too much. They're doing a little too much.
0: All right. Ed from Asheville wants to know what our favorite new song was or what your favorite new song or song you discovered in 2023 or artist. We can go general um, musician from 2023.
2: I got to pull out the, yeah, I got to look. because You I'm might need to, to go
0: to your Spotify. Um, mine is anything from Simple Things um, by Band of Heathens. Uh, it was number one on my playlist on Spotify. Um, and now anything by uh, Quinn Tuff, um, those yep. reels, those 30-second reels. After he, we had him on the show, he didn't realize how much I love Jim Croce. And yep. he just throws out Operator. Uh, he <laughs>
3: and, knew. And I was like, Quinn, you could have done
0: this a week ago? Um,
1: somehow.
3: Oh, you it. got one? Yeah, it's it's more of a song. You know, my tastes are uh, I'm more of the like screamo emo uh, type um, of music. Yeah. But one of the songs that I'm into right now, a lot that's outside of that is and I'll probably butcher his name, but it's Noah Khan. Yeah.
1: Yep. in yep.
3: Post Malone called Dial Drunk. Yep. Great song.
1: Yep. I don't even really love that particular genre and i like that song just, yeah it's, just like it's a little folksy listen. right but
3: yep. it's
2: good I'm yeah. Liddy. i'm drawing a blank
1: i'm struggling that's okay. too because i listen to a. I i told you i listen to a bunch i listen to so much different stuff but a lot of it is like i I lyrics lyrics are too much for me sometimes i listen to a lot of stuff that's just like sounds have, have
2: y'all y'all probably don't know about this but have y'all ventured into people hearing about divorce dad music dad rock have y'all no, heard about that genre? No, but I'm
1: interested. Like, Is that what I'm like, listening to already? Like Nickelback, um, Oh, Creed, and like everybody's doing a
2: lot of divorce dad music. Like, <laughs> are
0: they wearing? Do you have to wear an Ed Hardy
3: shirt? Like, <laughs>
2: <subscribe>? <laughs> Is Ed um, Hardy you know, still a thing?
3: The playlist came up immediately. It's called Divorce Dad Rock.
1: Here we go. Give Bangers. us a couple. Give us a couple of uh oh, We got
3: Hinder, Down, Daughtry, oh. Nickelback. Daughtry, Daughtry, there we go. That's... <laughs> there we go.
1: Yeah. That's my answer. Daughtry. I'm going for back. That... Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: All right. Final final question. That we're going to just rattle off the lineup. We're not going to get too deep into what we're doing for FanDuel this weekend because there are only four games. But final question Um, From Joe in Austin, Texas, what podcasts, radio shows do you listen to or have inspired your work?
1: Oh, this is a great question. I have a bunch of answers here. I'll go last.
3: I'll I'll jump first. My favorite right now is or has been for a while, the Conan O'Brien podcast. Mm -hmm. I just love them. -hmm. I'm a big
1: fan of podcasts like that because you get a little bit of a peek inside of those people's worlds, which is kind of what we try to do. So I and like that. I just
3: like comedy, right, and humor. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I like um. Uh,
2: you ever, you ever heard the Flagrant Two podcast with Andrew Schultz?
1: No, but yes. I like him. Yeah, yeah
2: it's, it's it's hilarious. Okay, uh, a few times. And then this rapper named Lil Yachty, he has podcast.
1: Yep. Which is actually he's good. Whenever him and Drake are doing stuff, they're just like kind of going at each other. It's always fun. Yeah. It's a good listen.
2: I like your podcast, it's cool.
1: Um, I got a podcast I listen to pretty religiously called The Compound and Friends. It's all like. It's just like financial economics, like that kind of stuff. So I I like that because it's an easy way for me to learn. And I like the way that they present the information. Um, There's a podcast on The Ringer called Plain English with Derek Thompson, which is good too. It's kind of the same vein. It's a lot of him like, you know, culture, tech, you know, he kind of cuts through the noise. I just like the way he communicates. And I like the way that he talks about the different concepts. So basically, I don't really listen to a lot of sports podcasts, I realize, because I'm doing so much consumption of those things anyway i want other slices of life so compound and friends has been my biggest find this year i've been listening to them religiously they're out every friday um it's really good it's a good it's a good show
0: so freakonomics is one of my favorites like they've got their own podcast right and like tying together um everyone's probably seen you know the documentary or or the story right um i'd say like what's inspired me the bill simmons show he's the pod father right he started with you know, and, um, the stories with cousin Sal and, um, yep. and their connection and Adam Carolla, et cetera. And so I used to listen to Adam Carolla. I think I probably bowed down and like waved to him. And uh, when I went to see him live with Alex, um, and I was like, Adam Carolla, thank you so much for your work. I'm so appreciative. Um, but <laughs> I remember when I was 10 years old and I had one of those little origami things, you like open up and guess a color, guess a number, like, yep. et cetera, And you do like, okay, one, two, three, four, five. And I had all this like vulgar language underneath them. My dad found it and he's like, what are you trying to be the next Howard Stern? And I was like, that would be amazing if yeah. I were the next Howard Stern. Yeah. So I was 10 years old. I got in Rude. trouble, but, um, but I Ed and Howard Stern's just you know he's changed over the years, but um, you know I impre- I appreciate his authenticity and you know like he's he's you know been someone that's that's changed how people broadcast. So that's my absolute
1: favorite. Um, Speaking of Corolla, were you a big Love Line? Did you guys watch Love? Line? I love Doctor
0: Drew and yeah, Love Line. Yeah. That was like
1: eleven thirty at night.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fantasy lineup, Um, you guys tell me if there's anywhere you want to stop. I know we got to cut things short in a second here, but um, we've got Brock Purdy, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Jameer Gibbs, Rasheed Rice, Jameson Williams, Brandon Ayuk, and then we're going double dip on tight end for the um, tight end flex position with Kelsey and Kittle, and then Kansas City's defense.
2: You don't want to go Reynolds instead of Jameson Williams? Jameson That's Williams,
0: yeah, he stinks. I know. I don't know. We've, we've got to drop down a little bit, though.
1: We've I got know to it's tough because it's, like, so consolidated. Um, Jameson Williams is, like, every time I think of him, I'm just thinking of Keyshawn Boutte and how he just gambled on 6,900 games while he was at LSU and then continued he to, like, good. they have very similar profiles, those two, with uh, the things they've been busted for. Yeah, I don't know. There's not much down there. You could play. You
2: there could was go Montgomery
0: at, instead of Gibbs, right, and then sneak Reynolds in there.
2: Oh uh, no, go Gibbs, go Gibbs, go Gibbs. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Um. Where's down at the 4,500 zone, there were some guys though. There was. I remember seeing. Uh, hold on, I'll pull one up. There, you could play. Um, Elijah Mitchell's 4,400, and he's been getting run even with the way they're playing the game, like CMC. But it's it's you're gonna hope he breaks one. Um. It's gross. There's nothing. Justin it's, Watson.
0: It is. I mean, it might even be one of those weeks where you just try and play like Christian McCaffrey's probably the most likely to score huge. Yeah. You just play him and build around him. And yeah. you're going to, but you're going to end up with Clyde Edwards, Hilaire in your roster. So there's going to be um, 25
1: people splitting the pot at the top, at the end of this is how yeah. it's going to go.
0: Agreed, And and maybe it's a Gus Edwards week too. Um, the bus. Been banging that drum.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: Party shots before we leave you guys.
3: R.I.P. shop. R. Yeah, R. 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 Um, R. I think it's funny that the WWE just sold their streaming rights for $5 billion, and a day later it gets announced that Vince McMahon once defecated on an employee's head in a threesome. Yeah, you wonder if those things were related at all. Do, do what you want with, with that.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh, God, uh, dude, the texts are terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. He's he's on the list of people where it's like you you see that news, and you're like, yeah. That tracks, he's a, he's a man,
2: is a sick human being. Like, <laughs> yes.
1: The storylines, oh my god! I mean, dude, if you look at some old clips back in the day of like things that they did, like just like made stuff Ed- they wrote into the script, it was like edge
2: fight. I forgot who it was. He made edge fight somebody. The dude to cheat on his wife. It was yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's thinking would me. God bless that whole operation. Good for them Thank you,
0: Alex. Uh, Vince McMahon has officially been um banned from joining the podcast.
1: He's canceled, yeah. Although at some point he's gonna come all the way down to the bottom of the barrel and he's gonna only have us. So we'll consider it. <laughs> well, yeah, we're continue. not officially writing <laughs> well off. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's as close as you can get. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Uh well done. Exciting stuff here. And um enjoy the weekend. Thanks, boys. We'll see you. Hey, hey, hey,